0: Is Dr. Apostle Dr. Baker J Baker with the Tell it like it really is program really telling it like it is and I was going to just really start to talk about some of the temperament things but here's some interesting things that came up for me. Today has been an interesting day. I did a, a program with one of my daughters Jennifer Foster and it was it was uh, really interesting a number of the different things that we talked about. And uh, then I had some clients that I saw and um, the things that are going on with people. And then tomorrow, you know, I'll be doing my program with Dr. uh, I mean, Apostle um, Marshall McGee and uh, Randy McGee. Uh, This is uh, what we'll be doing there. But one of the things that I really want to talk about tonight and reach into your hearts is is the the body of Messiah and what people think and how they think about themselves. So Father, I I, I thank you right now. I thank you that uh, as we enter into this, I thank you that the people have ears to hear, that we have ears to hear, eyes to see what it is that you desire to do in and through us in Jesus' name. Okay, Uh, in talking to people, And especially today, it was really an interest, as I said, an interesting thing because here it is. I'm talking to people that have the God of all creation on the inside of them, and they're talking about they feel unworthy. They feel unworthy, unvalued. uh, They don't see their worth, they don't see their value, they don't recognize it. And one was, uh, you know, angry with God. I hate you, God, and whatever it is. And I said, you need to change that. Here it is. You want God to do something in your life. You want him to do something for you, but yet you're telling him you hate him. You're hating the one that's on the inside of you. What kind of madness is that? I hate you, but I want you to do what it is that I want you to do. I'm uh, uh, suggesting and, and, and exhorting us to stop acting like spoiled little children. Here's something that happens. We want God to operate in our lives. We want his best. We keep saying, God, I want your best, I want your best. But then when his best starts to come, In a manner and in a way that you don't want it to come, or that it's not pleasing to you, then what you do is you attack God. I mean, what kind of insanity is that? This is the kind of thing that it is that we're doing, and so I want to get into that. I want to get into uh, value and worth, and I want to talk about the temperament. And uh, I'm this is a new set. This is uh, I'm kind of in a new space here today, so. Uh, a number of the things that, um, um, uh, you know, anyway, just bear with me. Uh, Another thing is this. When God gives you a Metron, when he gives you an assignment, when he gives you something, you have to know that assignment and you have to stick with it. When he gives you something to do, he has given us a mandate and it's about the area in which we're in. He's, he wants us to take this for the kingdom of God. Well, it starts off with this small thing. But we have to know uh, uh, what it is that we are to do and how it is that we are to do it. You know, this morning, Prophet Timothy Mann um, uh, ministered on uh, one of the uh, love and unity calls. And it was a powerful, it was a, a uh, a powerful uh, a reawakening for me. It was one of those things that I had let drop. So many times we let things drop. And One of the things that he brought forth and and reminded us of is what Oral Roberts had said and how he built the the city of faith. He says, I went out to the land that wasn't even my own land. And what I did was this. I walked the land and I prayed. I prayed in tongues, And then I asked God for the interpretation. And then what it was, I wrote it down. And then I spent time with my eyes closed so that he could show me a picture of it. And whatever the picture was, I drew it. And then I walked in it to the degree that I could. You know, so many times what it is is that we mix things. Today I got a uh, 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 email from one of my sons and um, uh, bless his heart, he, he you know, uh, 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 what he did is showed what it was that he believed that he got. Well, the thing is, is, that it's not on course with the purpose and with the vision. It's not on course with what it is that God said, because it has mixture in it, has mixture of advertising, has mixture of this. When God gives something to us when god does this thing what he is going to do is he is going to have it where he is the revealer and he is the one that gets all the credit all the credit And so right now in in the body, he's bringing groups of people together and saying, I want you to pray and I want you to come in unity in prayer. And as you come in unity in prayer, I want you to allow me to release what I want to release in and through you. Every temperament is going to hear differently. Every uh, temperament as far as the inclusion, the control or the affection area is going to relate differently to what it is that God has given. The prophet, the apostle, uh, the apostle, the prophet are going to relate differently. The evangelist, the pastor and the teacher are going to relate differently. We're all going to see the same thing, but we're going to be able to implement our part in a different manner. And what happens is this. Everybody is raised up and it's all beginning to look like Jesus and look like something that he did and that he's doing. So I, I want to, uh, this is where we're going to go. I'm just trying to lay, uh, uh, lay, lay uh, the framework for what I'm going to talk about. I'm also talking about the fact that we need to start to trust the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind and strength. And as we look at this, as we look at the whole thing about this realm of trust that we're going to need to go into, then we're going to start to see something, start to see something that's uniquely God. What do you mean by that, Dr. Baker? What I mean by that is, is that we're gonna see him in the midst of everything. If we don't see him in the midst of everything, whether it's in the midst of your marriage, the midst of your children, the midst of your relationships, the midst of all of those things, your health, your self-worth, your value, then you're missing, we're missing out and we will never accomplish what it is that he wants us to accomplish. When you start to see God, in the midst of you. How can you see yourself as worthless? It's impossible. How can you see yourself without value? It's impossible. You see yourself according to who it is that he is in you. You see yourself. And this is the reason that he says you can esteem others higher than you esteem yourself. You can esteem others high. Why is that? Because the almighty one is the one that's living on the inside of you. And he is reflecting himself in and through that person. Now, what would the world look like if I esteem you higher than I esteem myself, but you esteem me and others higher than you esteem yourself? Yourself. In other words, what he's talking about is this, you are seeing them in their, in their position, in their power and their authority as Jesus in the earth. And you're not jealous. You have no jealousy. You have no envy and what they do and how things are reacting and how one reacts to them. There is no jealousy. There is no competition. I was telling uh, one of the stories today, uh, whatever program I was on or whatever it was I was doing, and I was talking about the fact of how people can't see themselves in many times, and I talk about real life things. Why, Why is that? I talk about the things that I deal with with the congregation. I talk about things that I deal with uh, 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 with with different people. I do not get into a lot about what I deal with with my patients because I don't want to do that. But here it is in 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 the congregation and in uh, the assembly. I have a number of children. God has blessed me with a number of children. They call me a spiritual this or a spiritual that, but I'm involved in all of their Kool-Aid. I'm involved with in everything. If I'm, if God has given me a mandate or the privilege of being a spiritual parent a spiritual father or a spiritual mother to someone then i want to get involved in their life why is that because there's a mentorship also to it there's an aspect to my life that i can pour into them and so one of the things one of the key things that i am assigned to do is to help people to never become offended, to help people to never become ashamed, to help them become So that they, 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 you're not offended. You're not, you're not, you're not ashamed. You're not embarrassed. None of those things. Those are things of the soulish realm. Those are things of the emotional realm. Those are things of the flesh. Those are things of the natural. He said, Well, we are human. We're only human. No, we are a spirit. And this is what the spirit of God is not going to get offended because somebody told you, I don't like your dress. The spirit of God is not going to get, it, it get uh, uh, offended because you corrected something in me. The spirit of God, as I walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, in me, the awe of almighty God. We use that word. I mean, I, I, it just bothers me when people say, oh, that's awesome. That's an awesome dress. That's an awesome hat. That's an awesomeness. The only one that's awesome is God. The awe of God, the reverence of God, we should worship nothing but him. He says this, I mean, the awe, the awesomeness of it is a form of worship. It's a form of worship. It's saying, wow, I esteem this thing. I look at this thing and I think it's so great. No, there is nothing and no one but God that is awesome or great. You know, I mean, you can disagree with me. You can be wrong. I don't care. It really doesn't matter. But this is just one of the things that I look at. And I look at the honor of who he is, the honor of how it is that I look at him. And when I look at you, when I look at you, I see the awe of God in you and through you because you're walking in the power, in the authority, in the place in which he gave you to do. He says, first of all, when we, you know, the the, uh, the spirit of the fear of the Lord in us is one of the things that we do is seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing and being. If the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the awe of God, the magnificence of who he is, if it's not operating in and through you, how are you going to seek the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is is the spirit of the fear of the Lord, because it is an awe unto itself, himself. He is a person. He is. He is God himself that lives on the inside of you. So how can you? think that you're not valuable, how can you not recognize your worth? How can you look at yourself and say, I feel less than, I feel less than? It's because you have not allowed the spirit of God to permeate your flesh man, to go ahead and and, and start to deal uh, with and talk to and re, uh, reform your mind so that there's a reformation to your mind, be re- transformed, by the renewal of your mind. This is what Romans 12 is talking about. It says, don't be conformed to this world. Don't be conformed to its ways. But you and I are to be transformed by the renewal of our minds so that we can do, so that we can be, so that we can operate, so that we can can walk in, so that we can give, so that we can do the things that we are supposed to do. But if our minds is not the mind of Christ, then what we do is we walk in ignorance. We walk in self. We walk in selfishness. We we cannot afford to be selfless. Why is that? Because we're so insecure. When we walk in this insecurity, then what we're doing is that we're denying who he is in us. We're denying the power of God to operate in us and through us. And so uh let me read you this. Um Let me go to sometimes I start talking so fast that I just have to slow down. Okay. Romans 12. Okay. It says live consistent with who you really are inspired by the loving kindness of God. Live consistent, live constant, live consistent with who you really are that's why this is called tell it like it really is tell it like it really is because what i'm saying is this uh um god the loving kind with the loving kindness of god as i live consistent with who i really am and i am a son of god and what makes me a son of god because he lives on the inside of me He has stamped me. He has named me as his his own. He has named me his his son. My brothers, the most practical expression of worship is to make our bodies available to him Mm, as a living sacrifice. Now, how are we going to make our bodies available to him when we don't think our bodies are worth anything? Well, I don't think this body is worth anything. I don't think that I'm worth anything. I don't think that I'm worthy. Apostle Cal said this the other day and he was he 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 was he was passionate about it. and so am I. How are you going to make a body that you think is less than less than righteous, less than 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 worthy, less than anything? How are you going to make it available for him to live in and through it as a living sacrifice? His living in there and, and 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 you're being able, you're turning it over to him. You allowing him to take you through whatever it is that he wants to take you through, taking you and allowing him to operate in you in a manner that you would not want to be operated in because he has placed a temperament, he has placed on the inside of you everything that you need to have to go through the trials, to pick up your cross and to follow him on a moment by moment, day by day, hour by hour basis. He has made you righteous. He has made you worthy. He has made you this so that you can uh, present this body available to him as a living sacrifice. This pleases him more than any religious routine. This pleases him more than you spending 50 hours in prayer. This pleases him more, making yourself that living sacrifice so that even in your marriage, that you can come together as man and woman, and 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 and, and intercourse together, and al- allow him to love that one person through you, and that per- and you through that person. Because here it is, he made it that way, and he compares that with the church, he compares that with his body, he compares that with his bride. So it's one of those things. Why do you think that he was so passionate, that he was so specific about marriage? Don't withhold yourself don't do this all of these different kinds of things because he's in the midst of it whom God has brought together do not tear apart do not neglect do not forget about do not do any of these things he's letting you know he des- he desires he desires to find visible individuals expressing in your person here it is we are visible we are of spirit in heaven but we are human we are in this body in earth we are legal in this earth so he wants to operate in and through us if you're out there let me know where you are let me know where you come from let me know whether uh uh give some input to all of this and and if you have questions or whatever it is ask them if you have comments, put them up. I mean, this is this is something that I'm not doing this just for me. This is a program that will start to be on Love and Unity uh, uh, TV Network. Uh, 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 shortly. It's going to start. It'll probably go to a half an hour when it does that. I don't know. It may stay uh, the way it is, but it's going to start to do that. So it'll start to reach a lot more people. I want you to understand, this is my total purpose, is that you need to understand who you really are and how valuable you really are and what it is that you mean to the body, what it is that you mean to me how it is that i need you how it is that you need me how it is that as we work together in him that we can change a nation we can change the the, the, the nation that's in us we can change the things that are in us so therefore we can be cha- we can be change agents we can be world changers we can be life changers neighborhood changers family changers all of these things all of these things that people say well this is a family curse no Stop repeating those things. It's just like uh, this, this person I was talking to today was saying, what do I do? I don't want to tell God how much I hate him constantly. I said, well, when you get ready to start to tell him that, when you get angry at God, say, God, I love you, but I don't understand. I'm hurting right now. I love you, but I'm hurting. I love you and I need you. And I was saying to this person, you know, why doesn't God send me help? And I said, here I am. Here I am. He has sent you help. He has sent you help. He has sent you. What has happened to you since you've been in this since you've been working with me? What has happened to you? Has there been any changes to the positive? Yes, there has been. Okay, how do you think we came together? Well, you think it was just by osmosis or because uh, I'm not advertised anywhere. I don't have any advertisement up to say doctor in psychology or doctor here that will come in. I mean, that will help you. I don't advertise. So you couldn't have got it from advertising. You had to have it from God. And here is the promise that he gave me. He gave me the promise that here it is anybody, people that I send to you, if they do what I give you to give them to do, I will make them whole. God wants you whole. God wants you whole mentally, emotionally, financially, and in every aspect of your life. But wholeness may not be your interpretation of wholeness. Wholeness to him may look very different. You and I need to ask him what kind of fruit is supposed to come out of me. And if you spend time praying in tongues, if you spend time praying in the spirit and then waiting for him, waiting for him to give you answers, Lord, help me to interpret what it is that I just prayed. Allow me to see what it is that you see. Let me see it through your eyes. And he says, I am faithful and I am just to answer this. This is what it is that I'm due to release you from all unrighteousness. Unrighteousness is living outside of the righteous ways of him. Don't you know that he will give us what it is that we need to do to walk in that righteousness since he made us the righteousness of God? the righteousness of god not the righteousness of man not the righteousness of my husband not the righteousness of my wife not the righteousness of my children or my parents or any of that but the righteousness of god in christ jesus and he has done that he has done that for me he has done that for you i want you you need to know just how valuable i'm not getting off of this just how valuable and how worthwhile you are. Most people that are walking around talking about, I don't feel worthy. I just don't feel worthy. It's manipulation. It is manipulation. Uh, A lot of it is games. Some of it's games. I'm going to get you to feel sorry for me. Uh, That's not happening for me or any of the people that I know. I want to tell you my sad story. And because this happened to me or that happened to me, I just don't feel worthy. How can God love me when I did this? How can God love me when I did this? God does not surprise. God is is not frightened. God is not about anything that you have ever done. The blood of Jesus was more powerful than anything that you have ever done. And when you walk around flagellating yourself and beating yourself and going through all of these different kinds of things because you want pity, you want people to think how great you are. Oh, my gosh, I'm making the sacrifice. I'm making the sacrifice. I was talking to someone today because of their living, their uh, 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 living um a situation that is not the most, it's not the greatest living situation. You know, I don't care where you live. If you're able to watch this program, you're living better than somebody that's got those baskets and pushing them around. I remember being homeless. I remember uh, going through things. I remember living in places with people that uh, didn't want me there. I remember living with all of my kids. I mean, all of my children my daughter and her husband, my other daughter and her husband, my son, and then a friend. We were all in the same house and everybody had different ways of doing things. I am this orderly, neat person. I don't want a dish left outside. I don't have a dish strainer. I don't have any of those things. And I lived in that situation and I had to cry. And I had to thank God that I had a roof over my shoulder. I I mean, over my head. I had to thank him that I was in there I went from riches to rags I lost everything when when I came into him But I was determined to serve him And I was determined to serve him with joy Uh, One of the books that I wrote Smile, laugh, and be happy God's will for your life One of the things that it does It has these things of gratitude It has these silly songs It has things that we can do To recognize that we need to start To stir the things up in us That we need to stir Stir up the joy, stir up the happiness, stir up the things, stir yourself up on your most holy faith, recognizing that wherever it is that you are, you will stay there until you learn to be content and until you will not allow any criticism to come out of your mouth. You don't need to move. You don't need to be in another place. Why is it? Because you have not gathered. Uh, enough, you have not gathered the gratitude that's going to be able to strengthen you in order so that the next thing that you hit, you can redo. Like David said, he remembered when he killed the lion. He remembered when he killed the bear. He, 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 he encouraged himself in the Lord. Why is that? Because he went through some stuff. Who is it in the body? Who is it period in this life? That's not going to go through stuff. All the things that you go through, you have been equipped to be able to go through it. Listen to this. He desires to find visible individuals, expressing uh, expression in your person, in your person indicating the proximity of a thing proceeding from a spear, of union. The word is paracleto. Uh, it comes from two words. One is para and, uh, uh, it's a preposition indicating the close proximity of thing proceeding from a sphere of union from a sphere of union to have sprung from its author and giver originating from a place of intimate connection and word. Um, kaleo k-a-l-e-o meaning to identify by name to uh, to surname jesus introduces the holy spirit in the same capacity as paracletus and here it is it means close relationship or kinsman he is our kinsman redeemer he is our kinsman he is close to us he is here he says i am so close to you i am in you i'm in you and i'm with you how is he with us because we're around other brothers and sisters I mean, it's, it's, it's this thing. He says, I have prepared you. I have prepared you for what it is that I have for you. I will strengthen you. Remember, the greater one lives on the inside of you. You know, we have quoted that, but I, it, it almost seems like we don't believe it. You know, we say greater is he who is in me than he's who is in the world. But yet we keep bowing to the things in the world. We keep trying to prove. We keep trying to work to get into this place that uh, of acceptance. We try to show our, our um, we, we, oh, that's my other computer. We try, we, <laughs> we try to show our false value by what it is that we do. I work, work, work. I did this for God. I did this for God. I did this for God. And he says, why don't you just be with me? I made you in that. I made you. I I, I molded you. I put this temperament on the inside of you. Uh, As I talked about earlier today, and maybe on this program also, one of the things of it is, is this, if you build your spirit up, then your spirit will talk to your mind. It will talk to your emotions. It will bring this into alignment so that the two of you can be in agreement. And then when the two of you are in agreement, then your body can be in that agreement also. God wants to pour things in and through us. But a heart of gratitude. You are not going to receive the wealth. You can you get your needs met and you can get all kinds of little stuff happening and make you feel like you're really doing it that you're really prospering but you will not have true prosperity and true riches where riches and, and 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 honor will follow you, where all of these things will start to follow you until you are grateful for whatever situation you are in right now. He says, uh, in everything, give thanks. In the midst of this, give me thanks on a constant basis, on a constant basis, I listen to people. And and uh, I have a real listening ear. I this is this is my profession. That's what it is that I do. And but one of the things of it is is this: in listening to people, I hear their little complaints. I hear their little. I I, I mean, I hear mine too. And I have to stir myself. I mean, I have to jack myself up and say. Girl, what is your problem? You need to, you know, you need to chillax. You need to get out of this because this is not going to get you what you want. I complain about where I live. I complain about what I have. I complain about my car. I complain about this. I complain about that. How do I complain about it? You complain about it by saying, oh, I'll be glad when I get this and I'll be glad when I get that. You're not content where you are. What did Paul says? I've learned to be content in whatever state it is that I am. I'm looking, I mean, my, my, uh, uh, you know, another vehicle, another house, another this or another that, or whatever it is, all of those things are coming but I am not living for them and I ain't wasting no time with them. I know that I'll marry one day, but I ain't wasting my time talking about a husband on a uh, 24-hour basis. In fact, I'm not wasting myself talking about that anyway. When God moves it into or I walk into it or whatever it is, it will happen. If it never would happen, I'm still okay with that. Why is that? Because my relationship is with him. My happiness is with him. My happiness is with the people and the joy. I enjoy, uh, the people that are around me. I enjoy the people that he puts around me. Yes, the companionship. Yes, all that stuff would be great. But I am not going to waste a minute. I am not going to waste any time uh, saying, I- going through all these things, making all this list, checking it twice, Uh, who to find out uh, if this one's naughty or if this one is nice. I'm not going through all of those things to try and figure out or to try and and put myself on hold. I'm going to be busy about the business of being who I am in my temperament. I'm a melancholy in the area of inclusion. So that means I'm not the most social person in the world. Okay. I am, I mean, you know, I can socialize because of my, my control temperament, but, uh, I'm not one that, that that's a party person. I'm not one that in the world. I was all of that because I was working in my, uh, walking in my weaknesses and, being able to do all of that and do all that socialization, I was getting needs met unmet needs that's what it means to walk in your in your weaknesses and the weaknesses of your temperament. They're unmet needs that you have not opened yourself up that we have not opened ourselves up to allow God to fill those needs in the uh I know I'm going to all these different places, but I don't see any comments and I don't see any questions, so I'm just gonna talk um, uh, for these next, whatever number of minutes it is, uh, I've been on that 33 minutes. So anyway, um, uh, in, in what it is that God is saying to us as we walk in this area and how it is that he made me now, he made me so that I could hear the way that I was to hear, to do and to be who it is that He has made me to be, because I have the mind of Christ, because I'm seated in Him. I hear Him, and I do. I recognize the fact that nothing belongs to me, that nothing is mine, that nothing that I own nothing, and I owe nothing. Let's see when the uh. Okay, I, that question. I, I I these questions is coming up fast, so I can't see it. When the Holy Spirit talks to our minds the holy the, the uh the spirit of god the spirit uh, the Holy Spirit talks to your spirit, and your spirit talks to your mind we this is why he says, present yourself uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed by the be renewed by the spirit of your mind. your mind is a spirit also, so the spirit your spirit your your spirit that God is in it talks to your mind. It's the thing that changes who it is that you are. It's the one that says you must come in line with what the Word of God says. And The mind of Christ is thinking like God, is walking like God, is obeying God. It's obeying who it is that he is. You can walk with the mind of Christ. I read, this is what the mind of Christ. Do not allow current religious traditions or any traditions to mold you into a pattern of reasoning. So my reasoning power is of God. I recognize, I recognize his voice. I recognize his voice in the words and he says um like an artist i give attention to detail the details of god's desire to find expression in and through me he finds his expression in and through me you know that you're walking you're uh walking with the mind of christ when his expression of who he is his love his generosity his caring his uh uh his fruits his power, his anointing his uh 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 take his uh, not taking offense, his realizing uh his freedom, his liberty, all of these things, his love, when all of those things are walking are, are operating through you, you know that you are operating in the mind of with the mind of Christ because he says he says, "Let this mind be in you." Let this mind be in you. And then the power starts to work in and through you. When you got to have credit for everything that it is that you do, when you have to let it be known how great you are, uh, when you have to let it be known, all of these things, that's what the devil does. He exalts himself. God does not do that. God does not. Have it so. I mean, God is who God is. He makes himself known. He knows who He is. The adversary is trying to be like God. I don't have to try and be like God. I just let God work in and through me. I operate with the details that I know that it is. I operate in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. I know he is in me. I operate with the ability and the love of obedience. I do it and I just forget it. I do it and I forget it. I do it and I forget it. But this is something that uh, people in the body of Christ have not come yet. He says, become acquainted with perfection. God is the only one that is perfect. And so he says be perfect because I am perfect. Well what does that mean Dr. Baker? The temperaments in which it is that he made in me, that he put in me, how it is that he made me. I walk in that. I walk in that in purity, in integrity, and in, in in the holiness that he calls holiness which is obedience. He, uh that's one of the one of the aspects of it and the love of God, I have to ask God, how do I love this particular person? How do I love that one? How do I love the other? So that I can help to pull out their purpose, pull out the strength, pull out and help him to do whatever it is that he wants to do in that person. That's what apostles and that's what apostles do. That's what mentors do. That's what those that are assigned to you do. They are not there to pat you on the back 24 hours a day and make you feel good. They are to challenge you. If you're never challenged, you will never get strong. If you're never challenged, you will never complete what it is that he has called you to do and to be, to be, to be, to, uh, to, 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 to uh, delight yourself in him, as we delight ourselves in him, it gives him good pleasure. It gives us good pleasure to be transformed in our thoughts, in our thoughts, so that our thoughts come from above and not from below, so that we're not praying from down here, so that we're not looking at the situations and following after them. You know, we're not looking Oh my gosh, this is what's going on in the world. Oh my God, we better pray for this. We better pray about this. Well, why didn't you pray before and say, God, what's a, what What do you want me to decree? What do you want me to declare? You see, those are things in us. He made us in his image and after his likeness. It would be like, there's a lot of people in my neighborhood that have dogs. And these people walk around with these little bags and these plastic gloves. And uh, many of the people that call themselves walking their dogs, their dogs are walking them because their dogs are running and pulling them. And then the dog stops and poops on somebody's yard. And then they have to go ahead and scoop it up behind. That is not God. God don't run behind and clean up the devil's mess. God is before. He lets you know so that you can be before that situation. Turn around and look at it and say, you will not happen in this neighborhood. You will not happen in this neighborhood. There were some things going on around my neighborhood, and I spoke to this. You will not happen on this street. You will not happen in this area. It is not coming here. It is one of these things that will not come into this area. And it didn't come into my neighborhood. It didn't come into my area. Why is that? Because I know that I have the authority and I have the power and I have his word and I have his command to to uh, to patrol my area to patrol it. This is my area. This is where he placed me. And as I control this area, I speak to it. I let it be known. And I know it's the spirit of God in me, but I release this. And when I release it and release it in faith, then I know, oh, does fear ever try to come? Oh, you bet it does. But what I have to do Because I have to remember, not only did God not give me a spirit of fear, But he gave me, he did give me a spirit of love and of power and of a sound mind. He gave that to me. I want to let you guys know something too in the midst of all of this, how to give into the ministry if you'd like to. There's four ways to be able to give and that'll go up on the screen. Uh, You can give through any of those things because we are going to be expanding, going into different parts of love and unity and different things. And if you want to get in touch with us for any questions or any of those things that will go across the screen as to how you can contact us we do want you to be able to get in touch with us we do want you to be able to uh understand what it is that we're doing and so that you can be a part of it and help us uh as i said i'm a part of love and unity also we give into that and you can also go on their website uh love dash uh uh Uh, love-unity.org, and uh, please give into that also. Uh, You know, there's a a national convergence uh, uh, coming up in June uh, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. We're going to be a part of that. I'm on the senior council of that. And all of these things happen. Why? Because I was in the right place, the right time, doing what it is that God wanted me to do. Am I uh, uh, a super apostle? Heck to the no am I anything super, super special? Yes, I am. Why is that? Why am I super, super special? Same reason you are super, super special, because you're being who it is that he made you to be. And I am not common. I am not Uh, are common or like anything or anybody else. I can say that and I can say that about you because you're unique. And once we realize that, then what we can do is add all of this greatness, the greatness of God together and really do something in the kingdom. This is what the love of God, even our congregation is called Astounding Love, a global church fellowship. It's astounding love, and then God put me into another ministry. Here it is to be a part of what Apostle Eddie is doing, and a uh, 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 love and unity. Uh, someone said, uh, "Love is is a fruit. Unity is a choice." You see, love is a fruit of the spirit, but unity to be a unity, to be a part of the unit, to be a part of what it is that God is doing, something that makes it greater than who it is that you are all by yourself is something that you have to choose to do. But that causes for denying self, picking up your cross, picking up the uh, 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 the part that you're to pick up and follow him. Jesus did not work in this earth by himself. He had father and spirit, but he also had disciples. He also had those around. He had the disciples that were women uh, that gave in to him. He had disciples that followed. He had disciples that did these things. They work together. They work together. And we are co-laborers together with him we are not we are not these lowly people is lowly things that says oh my gosh i don't know if god's gonna love me if he's gonna accept it he he and i are like this we are co laborers together we are co laborers together he's in me and i'm in him there is no detachment there is no detachment we are one he is, he makes me legal in heaven and I make him legal in the earth because I still have blood in this body. So. His ability to live in and through me is the light of the the gospel, the light of who he is in heaven shining in and through me so that I can walk as the light of the world. I can walk in all of these areas and these aspects. I've touched a lot of different things tonight. I've touched this, this, this. I did not mean to have it where uh, what I wanted to do is, all I want to do is provoke you to think provoke you to pick up the word of God and think, but stop thinking so narrowly. My God. Most people think about, well, I had this and this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me. (sighs) Oh, that's great. But your purpose, your gifting, who it is you are, You're to become confident in who you are so that you can reach outward, so that your Metron can grow, so that the area that God has given you to impart into and to change can grow. Many people, all they do for all of their life, for their total, total, total life, is uh, all it is is them and their family. And that's sad. That is so sad you make no impact. And then you're not even making an impact on the family. Why is that? Because they want to move out from that. Don't you notice that your your children have friends? I mean, they even move further than you. Uh, uh, don't you know that God wants us to impact our environment? Don't you know that that scripture that's in Uh, that he says, go into all the world and release the gospel of the kingdom of God and making disciples. This is what it is that we're supposed to do. So my whole purpose tonight is to let you know that you are worth something. You You are worth greatness who's on the inside of you and that you are equipped. I don't care if you were born again, Uh, Five minutes ago, you are equipped to go forth and tell other people about Jesus, to tell them how it is that he came into your life, how it is that he changed you, how it is now that you know that you have purpose, that you have destiny, that you have worth, that you have value, and he will work in you. Filling those places that you have filled with alcohol, with drugs, with sex, with selfishness, self, uh, self pity. Oh, crying at the hat. Uh, you know, because I didn't do this, and because I didn't do this, and and totally self absorbed. Those areas are weaknesses. Those are the things that the adversary wants you to keep your mind focused on. But if you allow him, even if, as I said, even if you were born from above just a few moments ago, and you know, where you cried out, God, you know, I don't know you. I don't have a relationship with you, but I want to. I want you to come and I I, I, I want you to reveal yourself to me. I want to I, I I submit to you. I want this real thing. I want this. I mean, even if it's just then you are now equipped to go into the world. You are equipped for the kingdom of God to manifest itself in and through you. You don't have to have a degree in theology. You don't have to have all of the teaching. Just tell people what it is that he did for you. Start to talk. Start to interact. Start to let people know I'm growing in this thing. This is what it is that I'm to do. I mean, you know, just, just start to scream. Start to do whatever it is that you need to do to let people know that God is real. And when you stop talking about yourself and it starts stop being where you're up today and down tomorrow, and I'm up today. Oh, wow, did you say that? What did you mean? Did you mean that I had done something? Did you mean this? See, all of that insecurity, that insecurity comes from the adversary. That insecurity, people that walk in that kind of insecurity, I have to ask them, are you really saved? Are you really born again? Because even if people talk about me, And I have it happening all the time. I mean, I don't know why they're going to waste their time. But, you know, they don't have nothing else to do. Then they can go ahead, talk negatively, talk whatever it is, slander, whatever. I don't really care. I can't tell you how much I don't care. Because why? Because I know who I am. My clear conscience is my only defense. I know my integrity. I know what I did. And if I do something wrong, I guarantee you, I will tell you, I will repent. I will change that mind when I'm made aware of it. If I blow it, I've had many of my brothers and sisters tell me you blew it there. Oh my gosh, I did. And I admit to it, and I don't walk around feeling bad about it. I repent. I get back on the horse and I continue to go because I have a destiny. I have a purpose. I have a value. And it doesn't deplete my value because I blow it. It doesn't deplete my value because I made a mistake. It does not it does not make me less valuable because I didn't quote something right or I didn't say it right. I blew it. I blew it. And and so therefore, I admit my wrong. And I thank you, Father, that no one, if, if I hurt anyone, I ask you to let me know or to send healing their way or to do whatever it is that's necessary. You see, I believe my prayers mean something. And that's where it is that the body has to mean that you have have to realize that I don't walk in the hurts of the past. I don't walk in, in, in the insecurity. Well, I can't trust these people because I got hurt. This father, this mother, this person did this to me. So I have to work through this. Oh, my gosh. My life was so horrible. This happened and this happened and this happened. Well, join the human life. Join the human life. It happens to everyone. And instead of complaining about it, get help. You know, get help. There's so much help out there. But before you go to see about getting help, make sure you really want it. Make sure you're really ready to do what's necessary in order to change. He says, Do not be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I started out with this people do what they do because they believe what they believe. Jesus was a therapon, Jesus is the therapon. I'm a therapon any of us that walk in the healing, I can release healing into you. That's the therapia. That's the one that God has sent to do those things. That's who you truly are. But let yourself, let yourself recognize that the healer needs to heal you in the areas that needs to be touched. Stop being so uh, religious. Stop being so, and what I mean by religious is Following after and doing things the world's way, thinking you got to have the answer. Oh, my gosh, if I hurry up and get this, then I'll get credit for this. Advertising yourself and, 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 and everything is about an advertisement. Everything is about uh, building you up. Everything is about building those things up. That's the way the world does stuff. They do business that way. I don't do business that way. Why is that? Because it's not the kingdom way. And then people do business that way. And then they say it's the kingdom business. That ain't bit more kingdom business than I am uh, uh, an astronaut and I am not an astronaut. So when we do things, the kingdom of God's way is totally different. You don't need to advertise yourself. You don't need to to, to have to uh, polish yourself to the degree that you don't even know who you are you don't need to to uh, uh, I, I I had this lady once and she says i'm gonna I'm gonna um, not mold you but I'm brand you you need this for your branding okay uh I, and I'm looking and I'm thinking now I used to drink brandy uh, but I don't drink that anymore and I don't want a brand on me. I don't want to be branded. I am who I am and I'm available for God to make whatever changes that are necessary in me so that I can present the kingdom of God the way that he wants the kingdom presented. I am to be a picture. When you've seen me, you've seen Jesus. When you've seen me, you've seen the father. When you've seen me, you see the Holy Spirit work it in and through me. That's what I'm after. And that's what I intend to walk. And that's what happens when you walk with the spirit of the fear of the Lord in you. He is the one that controls the things. He is the one that's the moderator. He is the one that says, go here, do this, do this. He is the one. And so many times what happens to people is they start hearing from their selves. They spend so much time with their selves. You see, here is one of the problems that we have to watch out for. I test the spirit by the spirit. I'm around people. And I take the, the constructive uh, uh, corrections. Why is that? and i look forward to them and i happen to be around enough of the people that i'm involved with these men that uh i'm on the 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 uh council that will definitely help me with that just as i will help them with that and it's it really gets to be funny after a, after a, a a fashion why is that because i'm looking i'm saying god I would not be this changed person. I would not be this if it wasn't for my brothers, if it wasn't for my sisters, if it wasn't for them loving me enough and speaking life into me. Again, this is Dr. Baker, Jay Baker with really telling it like it is and you, uh, the information of getting in touch with us is on the screen. If you want to give, there's information there. I encourage you to do so. I encourage you to go to our website and check us out. Pastor Lanzine, uh, uh Lee does some powerful things. She has, I mean, she got so many programs going and is on so many different programs and stuff until it's, it's uh, phenomenal. She's a phenomenal teacher and uh, uh, doing a fabulous job. So uh, and then remember to go on the Love and Unity website, the love-unity.org and find out what's going on there. We're having this conference. This is the last week that you can sign up for uh, the hotel uh, you, you can sign up for the hotel uh, But you have to go on the website In order to do it It's love, yeah, love-unity.org yeah For the information And uh, I don't like the word conference And I just used it And so we have changed it to a national convergence You can bring your family Your friends or whatever it is You do not have to be an ascension gift Which I mean apostles, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher You can bring your whole congregation You can bring your whole neighborhood But sign up you have to register because uh, we're supplying food for the people and um, uh, we we don't want to have too much and we definitely are not going to have too less because a person called, uh, that's with more than enough ministries involved in this. And so if there's no more questions, if there's no more comments or anything, this is Doctor Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker saying... Thank you for joining me on the really tell it, tell it like it is program. And I will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Oh, remember my still telling it like it is, is tomorrow with, uh, everything I do is tell it like it is, but tomorrow, uh, May 11th, which is my granddaughter's 29th birthday. So, uh, and I'll be with Apostle McGee and, and, uh, and Randy McGee. So bye-bye. Thank you. Sign us out.